Okay, everyone, welcome back to the eighth episode here of the podcast. It's crazy, we're eight episodes in now. Uh, today is a pretty lighthearted discussion, although we do get into lots of interesting stuff, and we do bring back some better takes in our last episode when it was pretty high level. We get lots of in-depth here on pretty much every team, not every team, but most teams around the trade deadline. Uh, we really dig into some fake trades, some key players, and talk about the buyout market, salary cap implications, everything you want to know about the trade deadline and what's going on this year. We cover it today, hopefully, probably not, but you know, I've got a disclaimer there, but we'll cover, get you most of you covered for entertainment and educational purposes. And then we're also talking about MVP discussions is how we start the podcast. Things are really getting interesting now. Embiid has been hurt. LeBron just got hurt last night or the night before. And things are really getting interesting. The field is wide open, although Vegas does not seem to think so. So we talk about that a lot. Jokic is heavily favored, and I'll actually talk quite a bit about why I think that might not be a bad bet, but it's horrible value if you are trying to bet on this guy. So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We got MVP discussion, trade deadline breakdown, and fake trades at the end. Uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening, and we'll roll the music. Welcome back to episode eight of the Elbow Jumper podcast. This is nuts, Noah. We're like full-on podcasters now, hey? <laughs> Too bad we don't make any money off today. Hey, you know, you never know. We're going to start plugging some guys. Maybe we're going to have those. We're going to get big enough one day where we don't even know what the ads are because we have some third-party company doing that for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. Where are you at, Dollar Shave Club? <laughs> yeah. Dollar shape. There's a bunch, you know. Five Hour Energy's really been pushing the ESPN podcast, and those ads yeah. go on forever. Oh my god. We can't we can't start shouting them out now, or else we won't get paid for it. We're yeah, just doing true. it for free now. The anonymous energy drink company that gives you energy <laughs> for a certain amount of time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but it's uh, you know, I respect. I mean, I think for people who have a podcast as a job, I think it's it's fun for sure. But people who do this as a side hustle, I respect way more because the research and like all this stuff is a, like, you have to stay up to date with a lot of stuff. I'm definitely, oh, definitely. admiring that for some people. Um, but we're through all our midterms. I think, are you done Noah? Yeah. You know, I just it's paper season. I got to write a bunch of papers. Yeah. But getting to the end of four weeks left of school exams and then freedom. Craziness. Yeah, well, summer school for me, but, you know, we don't have to, don't have to talk about that right now. Uh, so, what are we talking about? Trade deadline? MVP discussion. Start with MVP discussion, hey? Yeah, absolutely. This is, uh, this is getting interesting, uh, it, to say the least. I think the last it, couple of years, it's been pretty clear who's going to win it. Because it was Gian, like Giannis won the last two years in a row. And it was pretty clear the first year, it was pretty clear Giannis was going to win. And last year, there was a momentum for LeBron, but I think it was also pretty clear that Giannis is going to win again. This year, yeah, definitely. no one seems to give a shit about Giannis. No one cares. Sorry, man. Dude, Giannis, I still think, has a chance, though. It's it's interesting. No, I don't Just because how funky it is. I don't think so at all. 
because he he's flamed out in the playoffs like the last two years and voters hate that like voters will not do it they're like this guy is a i don't know like i know it's a regular season award but people just don't want to do it if it's regular season award that's all it is like you you got some guys going down with injuries i like there's but who's you know. like the who i remember reading this there were people who like the people who have won like three mvps in a row all of them won titles during that like during the first year or two yeah but like two people have won three mvps in a yeah, row so do you want to like, put Giannis up there who who are those guys i can't remember exactly. it's it's bird and probably like kareem i think so i think those are the guys I know Bird. I, I am not sure about the second one. But yeah, it's it's like really, really, really good player. Like all time. Yeah, no. And I don't Definitely. think I don't think voters want to put like by doing this indirectly you're saying Giannis is can hang with these guys. Like three like back to back to back MVP. Well, we'll get into it and I don't know. We're like, getting into it right now. Like... What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Like um, you, I feel like you're pro Giannis. Like, are you going to take the pro Giannis stand here for our first take debate, and I'll take the anti Giannis. So I'm pro Giannis being in the conversation. He's not my favorite, but like I could see him getting up there. Like they're tied for second with Brooklyn. He's having some crazy numbers. You know. <laughs> okay. He's, he's doing pretty well. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to find the NBA betting odds right now, and I see oh. some online. I don't know if these are sports betting line I'm looking at right now. We're not sponsored. Like a FanDuel wants to sponsor us, you know? You can't like, say their names or else they'll never sponsor us. Yeah, well. Anonymous, fan-driven uh, betting site. Yeah, dude. I love the Barstool bonus uh, or whatever website they use. They don't use FanDuel, I don't think. Um, oh, okay. That's pretty sick. But Jokic right now is the favorite at plus 115. And I would agree with that. LeBron is okay, but you'll agree with that maybe. But do you agree with this? So he's at plus 115. Then at plus 500 and plus 550, we have LeBron and then Embiid. So huge drop off there. Then another, we're going to drop to plus 750 for Giannis. Harden's at 1100. And then it's Curry, Luka, and Dame around 1600 to 2000. 1100 for Harden, eh? That seems great oh, value. That's a good, that is like, we want to talk about guys who are going to take a $10 flyer on this guy. You put $10 down, you're winning 100 bucks. Uh, you might as well just light the money on fire, but you know. You're like, Dude, why would you light the money on fire? Because it's the same thing. I honestly, okay, I'll just give you my rankings. Right now, I have Jokic number one. And then, like, this is including, like, um, not Giannis, um, Embiid and LeBron. Like, we don't know how much time they're going to end up missing. Embiid has already missed a quarter of the season. So I'm just going to take him out for a while. But if he comes early, comes back, like, early from his injury, I think he's still the favorite. But I have Jokic, and then I have Harden, and then I have Damian Lillard. Okay. So my... I would. I think right now. I think if we if we rewind, like just to set the stage here, if we if we rewind a month, damn, I cannot talk today, but I have good excuses. Uh, we if we rewind a month here, I think it was Embiid's uh, MVP award to lose. He was the yeah. favorite. LeBron. Had, LeBron was struggling. 
because AD went out and this was going to be perfect for him. The spotlight was on him to kind of step up and carry the Lakers. And rightfully so, he just wasn't. But they weren't doing bad. They were still, I think, second in the West or something, very close to first. Um, yeah, just not playing so, as well. Yeah. So LeBron kind of fell off a little bit. And Embiid started to put together big nights and had a couple like signature performances. But then Embiid gets hurt. And now LeBron is hurt. I think, I think yeah, Embiid missing time hurts him for sure. And I think, like, people are saying in a shortened season, you can't miss too much time. Okay, I get it. Because you want to set the, like, percentage. Like, in a normal season, if you could miss 20% of the year, you just have more games to miss. And you don't have that here. But I would say in a shortened but also crazy COVID season, maybe there'll be more leeway on things like that. Because it's just kind of like, who was the best? Like, do you think... I still think there's a case for saying Embiid's played less games, but means more to his team than someone who's played more. Um, I could see, I could see Jokic coming up the middle here, because he's been kind of the constant guy all year, been in the conversation. He's playing really well. The Nuggets are like without him, the Nuggets would be falling apart. Um, so that's kind of where I am with Jokic. Like, I could see Jokic coming up the middle. Is he the favorite right now? Hmm. I don't know if there's a clear favorite. I think having him at plus 115 is a horrible value. Like, I wouldn't take that yeah, bet ever. Don't bet that. If he was at plus 500, I think I'd take him right now. All right. But nice. I don't know if you yeah. want to add anything there before I continue my yeah. So rant. where do you put, like, the games missed? Like, if Embiid misses 30 games, what's your thoughts? I think it, like, my first thought, my first reaction, so how many games is the, it's 62, right? 72. 72, sorry. He misses 30, and so he's almost missed half the year. Yeah. My first thought is no. But then again... No way. But then who is he competing? He's competing against... Okay, so Giannis... Okay. Gian- Giannis and Jokic... Giannis. No, no, Giannis and Jokic are here. They haven't missed significant time. But the other two guys that Jokic... Or, sorry. We're talking about LeBron as one of his like close competitors for Embiid, for MVP this year. LeBron's missed a lot of time as well now with his injury, and he hasn't played I, that well. I think LeBron's out, to be honest. I think I he, like, last time we talked about it, he was, like, borderline. I think he's out now. I don't think he wins at this point. But, you that know, we're going to have the Career bad. Achievement Award for LeBron. That's going to happen, I bet, one day. It's too bad for him. <laughs> I think, like, for, for betting money, I wouldn't bet Jokic, but I think... He probably would be the slight favorite right now. I do not think Giannis wins because I think, yes, the MVP award is regular season award, but I think maybe it's, I think some of the fun with the award comes from how there's a storyline with it, rightfully or wrongly so. It adds intrigue to the award. And I think Giannis doesn't have that this year. People are tired of it. The Bucks aren't even playing as well as they used to be. It's not like they're lighting the league up again. Like the second, like last year, Okay, they got but they got ripped in the playoffs by Toronto, but it was the first year they were really good, like really, really good. Their first year they were really, really good. People were like, okay, you know, you can't skip steps. It's okay. Toronto won the title. They had an all-time great defense, or maybe not all-time great, but really, really high-level defense. And it was the second year, and the Bucs are lighting the league on fire. And people are saying, you know, look, they're back with vengeance. This is their year. They're going to be fine. And then they just flamed out again. I think the appetite isn't there to reward Giannis anymore until he can prove playoff success. I think the best way to do this is go through like what needs to happen for each person to win the MVP. 
Okay. For for Giannis, I think one of like the big things that need to happen, he needs to have a great season. He needs to like overtake first in the East. Yeah, they need to be and, like and and the big thing is everyone else just has like not the greatest case. Like he the only way I think he's winning MVP is like if everyone doesn't do great. Like if Jokic never gets past like the sixth seed, if like LeBron and Bede are hurt for a long time, Lillard has some struggles. Like Giannis is like, okay, nobody else is really doing good. I guess we gotta give it to this guy because his numbers are insane and the team is at first. That's that's I think the only way Giannis gets it. I agree. I think I agree with you that the Bucks have to be first in the East. But first in the East, like the looking at the standings right now, the Sixers are twenty nine and thirteen, and the Nets are a game behind, and the Bucks are a game yeah. and a half behind. That's the top of the East. Like, that's not that great for top. Of, like the Bucks last year, um, I don't remember exactly. Uh, here, let me look at it right now. The Bucks last year in the East were fifty six and seventeen. With some but, fast googling skills, I just want to give you some props maybe, on that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so the Bucks were yeah the Bucks so like right now. In, we're we're forty percent. We're like halfway through a normal season, and the Bucks have lost almost as many games as they did last year. And their team supposedly is better. Yeah, you know, I, I like you. the PJ Tucker pickup, but we'll talk about that later. Um, okay, I think what, okay, I think yes, Giannis. The Bucks need to be in first, and they need to rip through the league. And Giannis needs to have a couple signature games, but I don't think that's likely. Yeah. Similar with Harden. Like, how do you think Harden gets the MVP? They have to get first. He has to be playing out of his mind. He just keeps up what he's doing right now. KD comes back and the team does better. But when KD comes back, he keeps his numbers, the craziness where they are. Like, what is he averaging? Like 11 assists, six or seven boards or something, and 30-plus points? Really good. He's doing Uh, quite well for himself. Oh, that's an understatement, I would say. But yeah, I think. What do you think about the Houston thing? Like, do you think that is a? I like how he played. Like, just kind of played like crap for a month. Like, is that? An, can we overlook that? No, because that that was like ten games. It was. It's still part of the season. He was just. He was bad, and he was just. He was a detriment to his team, and that's. That's tough to get past, but like. He's putting up 25, 11, and 9, and, like, shooting crazy numbers. Yeah, I really understated his boards. But his points have come up recently a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. With KD being out. And I think um, I think he can win, but, again, I think the, the field is so split. Like it's, I think it's going to be one of those things where, you know, there's so many – it's like an election. There's so many parties going on. Like, someone's going to split the vote. And because no one knows who everyone's voting for really before. So it's not like everyone's going to go to two parties or whatever. Um, someone's going to win and it's not going to be. Uh, I learned that in poli I know there's a, there's a law that describes that. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, scrubbed, you didn't, obviously you didn't take your poli sci uh, course. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Okay. What's, what's, what needs to happen for Embiid to win? He needs to come back. Come back and then play it just and as play, well and play at the same level yeah if he comes back play at the same level and the Sixers are still first it's, I don't know if the Sixers need to be first but I think if he plays at the same level he was the Sixers will be first yeah I'm, I'm not worried like there is a chance that like Kevin Durant could come back 
and there's like a battle for first between them. How I don't think they need to miss. Who? Yeah, Embiid. So Embiid's played 31 games. So he's, think he's missed. Uh, he's missed like 11 12. games already. 12. 11 or 12. Okay. 11. Yeah, you're right. So he's. Yeah. So he comes back. I don't know. What if he comes back in two weeks and he's missed another five or six games? He's missed 16 or 17 games. I think that's fine. Yeah, but Embiid is like even before this like injury, he's been missing a few games every now and then. Yeah. I, I think he's he's going to end up missing around like 20, 25 games. I think 20, he's okay. I think 25, maybe not. But then yeah. again, what's it, what's the case like with everyone else? I get so dependent on other people this year. Um, I think for Jokic to be in the MVP conversation, like I think his team just needs to have greater success. I think they're like sixth or seventh right now. They they're, are fifth. They but are they fifth. Are, but they're fifth. But right now, they're fi- the Clippers are in fourth. They're only one game back of that. But the Blazers are tied with them in for six. So they're like the four through six is just basically a wash. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if they get into the top three, then I think we start to having like realistic conversations about Jokic being MVP. He gotta keep his numbers up and his efficiency, but yeah. his numbers are being pretty crazy. Twenty seven points, uh eight and a half assists, eleven boards, like almost averaging a triple double. Um Yeah. He's uh Yeah, I just think the Nuggets have to do better overall because it's kind of like it is it is tied to team six. I'm just like We'll just be realistic here. The MVP award is tied to your team success to some degree. The only person who hasn't been in like the top three position in their conference has been Russell Westbrook in like the last two decades. So it is very much linked to your team success. Yeah. So then who else? Uh, you we got LeBron. Oh, LeBron. Okay, we'll do LeBron first. Sure. What does LeBron have to do to win MVP in your mind, Noah? He has to come back somewhat early from this injury. He says he's out indefinitely, which you just don't know how long that is. So if it's like two weeks or something like that, he comes back, puts up great numbers, looks refreshed from having his time off for the injury. And uh, yeah, starts playing well. And I think like, again, with uh, Giannis, like I don't think the other candidates can be that good. Because like LeBron's numbers, like, they're good, but they're not like these this top level good. I don't know, twenty five, eight and eight is not bad. That's a standard like run of the mill LeBron season. Like this is his basically his career average. He's just coming out there again. How old is he now? Like what, thirty six? Like Yeah. But like if you compare numbers, like comparing the numbers between Jokic and LeBron. It's no, just... I understand the numbers, but then there's the impact on the game. Like and you and can I watch think that Jokic with the eye test. Greater. No, I think Jokic's impact is greater than LeBron's. In the and regular I don't season, even think it's that close. Maybe in the regular like, season, honestly, maybe. it's like a home run versus a two <laughs> two hit to second base. Hey, well, you I know, think it's called a double, Noah. A double, yeah, you know. Good no, thing we're not doing a base. See, this is why we can't do an all sports podcast. Just a I, basketball. I could talk NBA, a bit of college basketball, and a bit of football, NFL football. Okay. I've really been getting into the NFL salary cap recently. It's uh, quite intriguing. Um, Dude, it's it's so crazy. Like, it's so hard to understand. Like, Yeah, but once you do, it's like, it makes so much more sense. But it's a whack. Like, some of the rules, how they can... Nothing is guaranteed. That's the yeah. crazy thing. It's like, mm, 200 million, and then it's like, 30 is guaranteed. It was like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, last- it's funny. I actually went into like in depth on the Mahomes contract, which is interesting. But we're going out of <laughs> off topic. Let's go back. What's what's Lillard's case for getting MVP? Okay, well, everyone said the Blazers are done when they lost in our kitchen McCollum again. Me They're, too. They are. Yeah, you did. I was sitting. I think I sit there and said they were going to be fine. Dude, I I think he did too. It was a great call. Uh, they're a good team. They're a really good team. They've been good for a while. And they're, they're in six right now in that six versus four like kind of wash. And to be honest, uh, seventh, the Spurs are only two games back. So you could say, like, the Spurs are seven games back of first. And they're four, four and a half games back of second. So seven through two in the West is very tight. Um, they're in that blob. And I think if they get to, you know, four, three seed, and Dame continues doing this, when they come back and they start playing better, I think uh, I think there's a case there for Dame. I don't think he just he just doesn't get the national attention. Stephen A. had a big rant on this a couple weeks ago. Wow, he wanted him to go to the Knicks. Um, That's crazy. But it would it was showing like Dame has all time great numbers. It was like only other handful of other guys are doing what he does. And the biggest thing with Dame is clutch time. Like it's, it's, it's so actually old. absurd. But no, it's not. It's, you turn on the TV. No. And you're like, oh, it's Dame, dude. This guy just everyone walking talks about the court. it. That's why it's oh, so No, no, no. It's it's unreal. No, no, no. Like I'm just saying, it's over talked. But I'm not saying Maybe. like literally. I I heard the stats like yesterday. It's like sixty percent from two, fifty percent from three. Are you kidding? And then hundred percent from the three point line. You free throw line. You mean right? Yeah. 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 What did I say? Three three point line. Yeah, free throw line. <laughs> but it's. I don't. I think okay. He gets a lot of attention with the Dame time, but he does this consistently throughout the game, and it's not like it's overhyped, maybe, but it, it's not like he doesn't back it up. Like he's no, there. Like it's, it's Dame time at the end. You of the just day. hear a ton about it. That's like the only thing they talk about when they hear Dame's name because he's so like, damn good at it, and I love it. It is crazy. It's like yeah, yeah. He's awesome. So, yeah, I think, but I don't know if he can win MVP. I think if he is number if his. Yeah, I think if the Blazers start pushing up in the standings, that'll get some more media attention, and then he just continues doing what he's doing. Yeah, uh, he's just... It's just but, tough, because, like, all these other guys are, like, good at defense or just crazy at offense. And it's just it's 30 tough points, being a small dude. 30 points, 8 dimes, almost 5 boards. Like, those are good numbers, really good. And his percentages are all outstanding. Um, what's he shooting, shooting from three? Like thirty nine percent from three, and he gets better in clutch. So yeah, yeah, okay. So I think the value, if you're gonna like, if I had to, if you just had to point a gun to my head and bet right now, I'd take a flyer. I'd honestly bet, like I have no idea who's gonna win. I wouldn't bet or LeBron or on Embiid right now, and I certainly wouldn't bet on Jokic at plus one fifteen. I think that's way too high. I'd probably put a little bit of money down on Harden and Dame. They have Luca in front of Dame. Which I disagree with. We forgot to talk about Luca. I don't Luka? think he's winning MVP. Yo, he had a tough start, but like he's he's been playing crazy of recently. Yeah, the Mavs are doing better, but I still think uh, I still think Dame would win it over Luca, and I'd take him at plus. Like he put ten bucks down, you're winning two hundred bucks. Not a bad value. Yeah, you know, I I agree, but you know, we got to give some respect to Luca. He's, he's doing well. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know. You want to uh, get into some trade deadline stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to do uh, my uh, my offers to you first, or do you just want to do a general lookout? I think we'll do a lookout first, set the stage. All right. I hear okay. you. So we're looking 
add some. We'll talk about two trades that already happened right now. Um, PJ Tucker from the Bucks to the Rockets. Noah, what are your thoughts on this trade? It, is he going to be a Nick Batum or is he washed? That's the question. Yeah, I thought Nick Batum was washed. That was the thing. No, like he Nick Batum was washed, and then he went to the Clippers and he's himself. good. He, he came out of the washer and he's all clean again. Yeah, so PJ Tucker, he's had like his worst year. And is that because he's on a shitty team that has no chance of doing anything? You know, I think I think there's a good chance that is because he's a role player, and role players yeah. usually would do that. And he's played and playing with a super high level player. Like he played with James Harden for so long, and now he's gonna go play with Giannis and the rest of the guys in the box, Holiday and Middleton. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I, I think it was a good, good pickup. They really didn't give up much for him, like at all. Yeah. So that sounds like a lot because they're giving up a first, but all they did was the. It's kind of complicated here, but the the Rockets owned the Bucks' twenty twenty two first round pick. I believe, and the Bucks are good right now. So the Bucks said we'll give you our twenty twenty three first round pick if you give us that back. So the Bucks pushed that pick back one year, or the Rockets did. So the Rockets got to push that pick back one year, and in exchange, this year. The Rockets get to swap their second for the Bucks first, but because the Bucks are good and the Rockets are so bad, they're only moving up ten or so spots from like low thirties to like mid twenties. So yeah. they, they pushed the Milwaukee pick back a year in hopes that they're going to drop off, and they're moving up ten or so slots in the draft. I think that's a great value for the Bucks to get PJ Tucker on that. I I agree, definitely. It like. Man, it, it, when I read it the first few times, I was like, I have no idea what this trade is, but, you know, three I'll, times the charm. Gotta love nerding out to all this uh, sports stuff. <laughs> yeah. Socially acceptable. I mean, who else? But the, the Bucks gave up DJ Augustine, DJ Wilson. Um, yeah. World players didn't really see the floor a ton. Um, and the Bucks got uh, Rod, Rodonis Karkskis. I apologize to him, but... I do believe he was salary filler. Yeah. Or roster it's, spot. It's Kurix. Kurix. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Mr. I think, Mr. I think Worldwide. He's, like, he's a stretch big. Yeah, because the Bucks I, like, I like stretch him. big. Yeah. Like a stretch big that doesn't get any playing time. Like a stretch You're the forward. best two K players right there. <laughs> you gotta have the stretch bigs on the bench. Because the the power forwards coming off your bench that don't shoot kill you. Yeah. Shout out Steve Novak on the Raptors a couple years, many years ago. Okay, the other, do you have anything else? Like, I think I just think it's a good flyer. BJ Tucker's yeah. gonna help him stretch the floor, and if he gets better, it's great. If he doesn't do that well, he's still really good defensively. It's like a Brook Lopez insurance. Like, if Brook Lopez isn't doing well, throw PJ at the five. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I like it. I like the move. Um, Trevor Ariza from Miami to the Thunder. The Heat get Trevor Ariza, the Thunder get a 2027 second round pick, and then Myers Leonard, who they're going to cut or have cut by now. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. So they trade Trevor Ariza for a second round pick seven years from now, six years from now. I mean, it's better than buying them out. Like people say, this is stupid. Why are they doing this? But so many guys just get bought out. And you know what? I think it's a trip because there's two reasons I I like this move. A, you're getting a second round pick. So it's a pick, okay? It means something. You can package this, and it's not crap. Like, they have value to an NBA team. 
Second of all, if you buy out Trevor Ariza, you have to pay him the rest of his salary. So you're probably paying him one or two million dollars whatever he's owed for the rest of the year. This and so you save the money and you get a pick out of it. It's a total win-win. Although they do have to cut Myers Leonard, so they save less money depending on where his salary is. I yeah. think and you can sell the second teams sell picks. So they could just sell the second round pick for like a bunch of cash. <laughs> it's crazy, teams selling picks. Like, I think it was Chicago who sold a pick to Golden State who turned out to be, like, Jordan Bell. Like, he wasn't good, but he he got minutes. But, like, you're selling that to, like, the reigning champion? I figure that's, like, flagrant. Just should never. owners have so much money. It's just like they're going to a corner store. Oh, let me buy a second-round pick for a little bit. But honestly, like, if you're Steve Ballmer and the Clippers, who have zero draft picks, basically, why is he not buying every second-round pick he can get his hand well, on? Well, people probably just aren't selling them that often. True, but, I mean, I'm sure he could have a lot of cash to knock on people's doors and be like, hey, you want some money? There's a maximum amount you can pay for a pick. Oh, is there? Yeah. So Steve, that's, Ballmer that's like to get that. Steve Ballmer and Mark Cuban would like to have that abolished so they can go buy everyone. I think it's like two point five million for is the max you can get for a pick. Okay, that makes it more fair then. It's 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 smart, or else you'd have these big. You'd have just yeah. Like, here's forty million for a pick. Yeah, they don't care at all. Like, if I'm the other owner, I'm like, take it. I don't (laughs) want it. (laughs) True, but I I like Trevor Ariza for Miami. Uh, I think he replace. He's a Jay Crowder replacement. Is this to put it because they it hurt when they lost him, and he's gonna fit in probably with the Miami culture and fit in with the, uh, with what they need. Like he's a great. He's what everyone wants a three four who can shoot and play defense. Yeah, but like he's kind of old and he can't really play defense anymore. <laughs> I still think he's gonna have value in, in Miami and playing limited minutes, even as a. It'll be be interested like how he is, but this trade is pretty much just to get Myers Leonard off the Heat because you know what he did, eh? Yeah. What do you think about that? So I didn't know what the word meant either. Yeah, I didn't. I don't either, to be honest. But. And like, so I knew it was swear, but I didn't know what it meant. Um, so obviously it's not good. And obviously you just don't want to be like saying words you don't know it. Of, but like his defense was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know what it meant. It's like, yeah, I kind of buy it. I'm in the same situation. I wouldn't say it. But, but that's like, the thing, like, just because you didn't know what it mean doesn't mean it didn't hurt any less. Yeah, I'm I'm also a big believer in, like, people should say whatever words they want, as long as it's not, it's, like, not bad context. We're definitely getting cancelled, Noah. <laughs> We're definitely getting cancelled. I know, like, I'm like, any comedy is fine, as long as it's, like... You know, nothing's off limits. That's my. Oh thought my process. gosh! Can we not have this on air? No, we're never getting sponsored by any of these. <laughs> like, there's there's a lot of words I'm never gonna say, even though I believe like I I should be able to say anything, like given like the appropriate context. But like a lot of words make people feel uncomfortable, so I'm just not gonna say that those words. So I wouldn't say like the word Miles Leonard play, just because it makes other people feel uncomfortable. It doesn't matter about my beliefs. It's just, I want other people to be comfortable. I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. So, like, even if I believe in something, I'm not going to say it because it's crazy. Like, I'm not just going to be saying the N-words and whatever. It's crazy. I want to make people uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, Noah. I'm trying to make people better. (laughs) Shout out to anyone who gets that joke. Oh, goodness. But I think I agree with you. I'm... 
I don't know. I didn't look into it that much because I, I just didn't. Um, I know he said a really bad word and like against um, Jewish people. Jewish people, yeah. But I don't know if the punish. I don't know, and this is my thing. And maybe it's time that we start putting our foot down to these things. And you know, if you don't, if you have a soft punishment, it just gets swept under the rug. But like, he's gonna lose his. Like, I was like, he's gonna get cut from the OKC. Okay, fair. They don't want him. That's normal. But like, he might be out of the league. It's it's he's gonna, very true. And he was playing. Yeah, he. So, I think he was hurt, but I don't know. I think uh, it seems like a pretty steep punishment. But I'm not trying to say what he did was right. Definitely. Um, these are just two idiots who know nothing about the situation uh, yeah. talking. So there's our disclaimer. Please don't sue our ass. Um, <laughs> now we're going to get into some hypothetical trades here. Um, I think I want to start with I want to start with Cleveland. I think just quickly because they're a, we're going to yeah. Go ahead. So the two guys that I see them moving potentially, well, everyone's heard about Andre Drummond and JaVale McGee. I think Andre Drummond last year got moved for salary and then a second round pick. Like that was all his value was. So I think all they can hope for is a second round pick. And do teams want, it's a staring contest. Do teams want to give Andre Drummond, get a, give up a second round pick for Andre Drummond? Or do they think they can get him in the buyout market? Brooklyn will not trade for him. Well, A, because they probably can't make the salaries work. They don't want to give up another one of their picks. But Brooklyn is gonna. Brooklyn is looking at them, probably saying, "We think we're gonna get him if he goes to the bio market. Therefore, we're not trading anything for him." And like Brooklyn couldn't even trade for him if they wanted to. Yes. Just like he is a huge salary, and it's like a lot of teams, it's impossible to make these like salaries work without giving up like one of your stars. Like you're not trading James Harden, you're not trading Kyrie, you're not trading Kevin Durant. Okay, well, I mean, you're not trading Kyrie, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Those three guys, like, those are untouchables. And then, like, with all the other salaries, it's just impossible to make that trade work just because Drummond gets paid so much. Yeah. So he's kind of just stuck. I was listening to an interesting take by Bobby Marks. Um, I like him when ESPN talks about the salary cap all the time. Um, He was saying that, you know, Cleveland could just hold on to him till the end of the year. Then they'd have him. I I don't know. I think he'd be a, a UFA, but they could do a hope maybe look to do a sign and trade. Like if they can't get value for him now, they could get value for him in a sign and trade. So just it's not a foregone conclusion that he's going to get bought out because just because he tells Cleveland I'm not going to resign with you, doesn't mean that all his value is gone as soon as the trade deadline goes. So I agree. He may not I get agree. bought. Out. Although I think it would. It's not like if we lived in a perfect world and everything was warm and fuzzy and everyone loved each other, he'd get bought out so he could go do what he wants to do. Yeah, like but, a big thing of buyouts that not many people talk about is how much the player is willing to give back. Yes, he'd have to like, give up. I think a good chunk of this if Cleveland is going to. Exactly. Much, okay, what's the salary right now? Just so we can put a number on this. Let me. I know it's I in around. Say, I want to say twenty-five. That's my guess. Okay, let me see here. Uh, he's making twenty-two million. Twenty-two million. Oh, a few million off. So how much would you have to give back if like Cleveland would be okay with like cutting him? So there's say there's forty percent of the season left. So they oh he's owed about nine million dollars. Great math. I think I don't know. I mean I don't know anything about this. He give would probably have he would back. give up 
I think Cleveland would look at him and say, whatever you sign with, he's going to sign for veteran minimum probably. Like, prorated is probably worth $1 million or something. I think Cleveland wants him to give up at least that. Because they're not saying you're not going to get paid more. I think he'd probably have to give up maybe half. Yeah. Because Cleveland is going to, because Cleveland wants to get something for him, and they're paying him so much money. Um, and like, and yeah, we know how be... cheap the Cleveland owner is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not the shining star for owners. But I don't know. You give up $5 million, you get $1 million back, so you're really giving up four. It is a lot of money. Like, okay, here, Noah, between now and the end of July, when the playoffs are, or no, it's the end of the regular season. So in the next two months, because it's the middle of May, in the next two months, I want you to give up $5 million. I, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you say it like that, it's tough. And especially for him, now there's two sides to this coin. He signed a big deal a couple years ago. He's made like over $50 million in his career. The other side of the coin is he's probably not getting another deal like this. Yeah. So this may be his last chance at serious money like this. Yeah. Like he may give up. If he has to give up $5 million, I bet you that's more than what he signs for next year. I don't think a, team, a good team is using a mid-level on him. Maybe like a taxpayer's mid-level, which I think is like 4.5, right? Yeah, something like that, maybe. But that's, I don't know. That's like, we talked a lot about Andre Drummond just to say that I don't know if he gets okay. traded. I don't know if he gets traded. I don't know how much value he brings to a team other than LA or Brooklyn. Like a role player on a championship team for a team who needs boards. Um, yeah. I think the Clippers maybe could use him, although they have no salary cap room to do it. They don't, like they're hard capped, like 500000 away. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the Clippers in a sec. JaVale McGee, another one. He's on a min contract, I think, or close to it. Um, Who really wants JaVale McGee? I was I was surprised you put him in there. I think the Lakers would want him back. He's making four million right now. Lakers would want JaVale McGee, eh? Like maybe. I'm not a big fan of JaVale McGee. Dude, they played big last year. That was a reason why they won. They played big. They, I... they let they let them play AD at the four because they ran. They could have LeBron at the one or at the three, whatever you want to call it. Like big dude in one of those positions, and then you have AD and another center, like huge lineup out there. How many minutes do you think you would get for the Lakers? Fifteen. I'm thinking ten no, at the ten. most. Ten, yeah, sorry, ten to twelve. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess. Um, okay. Who do you want? To, what do you want to go to next? Next, let's go down. Chrono, I just wrote this down in the random chronological order here. Yeah, you uh, John Collins on Atlanta Hawks. This is everyone's talking about this. I think the Hawks are intriguing. So they fire their coach and they rip off, what, seven wins in a row or something? They beat the Lakers last night too, didn't they? That's eight, but Lakers, LeBron went down with an injury. It's the most flagrant um, eight-win streak I've ever seen. All bad teams except for Toronto and Miami and Lakers now. And people who are out on that team, it was – Lakers lost LeBron 10 minutes into the game. Didn't have AD at all. Yeah, didn't have AD at all. Um, Toronto was missing Fred, OG, and Siakam. And then Miami was missing Jimmy. And then all the other teams are like bad teams. Like not playoff bounds. It's a crazy... I still think there's something to be said for firing a coach and then not falling apart right after. Like Nate McMillan is holding the ship steady. And I think he is a better coach. He's doing better things. But, like, what great timing to fire a coach. 
as soon as you just hit a bunch of bad teams, like you're just trying to make your new coach look good. But I was hearing like Nate McMillan like doesn't even want to be a head coach right now. He wanted a year, kind of a year chilling or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah I'm, uh, I like Nate McMillan. I think he's a great coach. I don't think Indy should have fired him straight up. No, I um, don't think so But so John Collins, the story with him, he's a, he's their center slash power forward, plays well with Clint Capella when he's on the floor, even though they don't mesh perfectly. They do play well together. I think that's Definitely. fair. Um you know, he's a good, he stretches the floor, which is big because you can have a center who's also stretch, which helps with the Trey Young, you know, let's shoot the ball from everywhere. And it's just my team. Someone, Bill Simmons described this perfectly. Trey Young is treated like the coach's son on an AAU team. Yeah. Everything's ran for him. Everyone knows it's his team. Um, but John Collins, so John Collins turned down a five-year, $90 million deal in the offseason. Um, so he wants more, and he's under, he's a restricted free agent coming up this year. So that means that he wants, that's 18 million a year. He wants like near max level, like 20, 25 million a year, 25 around there, I think is the max for him. Or something. What do you think he deserves if you had to put a number on it? I wouldn't give him a five year max. I'll tell you that. Okay. I, I like, think, I'd give him I something close year, to the max. I think five year. I think the offer Atlanta gave him was fair. I think he could push for 100 or 110 a year. Yeah. Maybe. But if you're Atlanta, do you want to tie up like a five-year max to this dude? I, I don't know. If I was giving him a max, I'd push for three like three to four years. Three. I'd want three max if I was to give him the max money per year. And why is that? I think it's too long. It's too much risk. And if he's already on a max, you can re-sign him then anyway. But I guess that's true. The, the tension in the, although it would be a higher max because he would have been in the year, been in the league longer, can take more of the cap. I don't know. I don't know if they trade. I think it's a really tough spot. I think maybe they could get a sign and trade for him in the offseason. They get a first round pick back or something. But sign and trades are tough because you don't really have that much leverage. Um, you know, it really depends on the situation. But I don't know. Do you think they should move him? And if so, do you have any. Can destinations in mind Noah or what are your thoughts it uh it might be coming up a little bit later okay do you think moved or do you would you move him if you're Atlanta yes or no no okay he's too talented okay I kind of tend to agree with that I think you're building something and let's work it out in the offseason okay. yeah. Marcus Aldridge next up he's just benched the on-off numbers are worse when he's on the floor this is sad like Aldridge left Portland he was really good um and he was supposed to, like, kind of, Tim Duncan was going to hand him the torch, and then it was going to be him and Kawhi moving forward. And, man, did that not work out. Although, for the Spurs, probably, if you, if I told you that Aldridge was going to be basically, like, benched. He's benched. He is benched. Not basically. He's benched. You lose Kawhi. And your team is full of young kids. And you're still, like, sixth seed in the West or seventh seed in the West doing well. I think they'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I I don't think Lamarcus Aldridge is going anywhere, and I think like the only thing they can do is buy him out. I think he might go to Miami. I don't think he works at Miami. Like I'm looking at their bigs. Like, is Kelly Olynyk better than Lamarcus Aldridge? Yes, because he shoots threes way better than him. Okay, is Precious Achua better than? Uh, probably. Probably, yeah, and then obviously Bam is Aldridge better than is him. Just, like he's a he's not amazing on defense, and he's slow as shit. 
Like he's a slow yeah. big who doesn't shoot the three that well, although he does shoot it. Like I just don't understand. Like I watched him in Portland. Like I went and saw Blazers game. This man doesn't miss from inside like threes or inside the arc in the in the um in the uh, warmups. He had the nicest jump shot I've ever seen. Like nicer than Lillard's, nicer than McCollum's. The man's just wet. Like he's not even he's just flicking his wrist and it's in the hoop. Yeah, like he was good, and now like he'd be like fourth or fifth dude on. What about Phoenix? Miami. Do you think? Uh, do you think that works? Like where he was gonna sign potentially a while ago. Phoenix, like I don't think so either. <laughs> like I think Dario Saric is much better than him, and I don't even know where he would fit. Like, so he's only thirty-six percent from three right now. That's, it's, it's. I think that's league average, so it's okay. Yeah, it's fine, but like he's worse on defense. Yeah, it's tough. I think the I think he'll find a spot though. That's, he's not out of the league. Yeah, but he's like, because he's still making lots of money, which means this year, this is last year of his deal, though. I think. Yeah, but you still have to like figure out like what you're trading for him, and most teams are like not willing to trade multiple pieces. Yeah, for Mark sure. And I mean, he's thirty-five. I think. For big, this may be maybe he's got one more year if he wants to take a reduced role. Tough, but like all yeah. Portland. Um, okay, Thaddeus Young on the Bulls. What do you think about that? A lot of teams probably want him. Yeah, I like totally agree with that. I think he's one. He goes. He's a plug and play guy for a lot because he's a you know a stretch big who can defend decently well. Not a, maybe a maybe not a center level big, but power forward. Can defend well. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't. I don't see the Bulls trading him. That's that's where what I come down. What is Chicago doing though? Like, what what's their long term play here? They don't have one. Chicago is trying to be good, and they're not. <laughs> so it's you know. I think I think the Bulls are trying to be good, and you know, Thad Young is a really good player, and I I I don't know. Like, who would you put him on? Tough. I don't know if Miami has room for another big, or if they could would even trade for him. I'd like him there. I think Boston, he works at Boston. Maybe? Yeah, Boston. Like I would just Boston. Um, like he, he'd be great on Philly. Like he'd be great on so many teams. But I'm trying to think of like a really good fit and like something that someone that would trade. Like I think Boston maybe would do it. I don't think Philly makes a trailing thing like that. I think. Dude, I think I think Philly does it easy. Like, we could give up, like, Mike Scott and, like, another small guy. That fits. We have all our picks. We could throw, like, a first that's, like, a far, like, future Is that first. enough to get rid of? See, if I'm Chicago and you're giving me a first-round pick four or five years from now, no thank you. What, what else do you think? Like, I'd want two first throw... if I'm Chicago. And if I'm Philly, I'd say shove it up your ass. Exactly. Like, who's offering two firsts for Thad Young? Well, I'm not saying yes to one first five years from now. Do you want it earlier? No, I, I just think your first round picks aren't that good. Like, I want it yeah. sooner, but it has to be from a better team. Maybe a first and two second round picks gets it done. I I would offer first and two seconds. Or one second, maybe gets it done. Or maybe they could work a three-way deal, as a lot of these trades do end up being. Um, yeah, no, definitely. 
Okay, last two kind of rapid fire. Victor Oladipo. I have no idea. I have no. I have, I just have question marks next to his name. I have no idea what's going to happen with him. Okay. Like, AJ Reddick. Okay. No. Sorry. No. Like I, I'm just saying. Like who knows what his value is? He's been playing bad, but like it's so hard because he was an All NBA player. Yeah, and he got hurt and, again, and it's like is is he ever? I'm gonna, gonna take a flyer on him next year for sure. I think. Yeah. No. Like he's still gonna get paid because like. That potential, it's like it's tantalizing. JJ Redick. Yeah, I think he could fit on a couple teams. Like I see, I think he could go to Miami and then just be one of the one of the bench squads, just shooting as soon as he gets it's in. So strange that his percentages have gone down. Like I wouldn't expect a guy like him to maintain it till the end of his career, almost. Yeah, with with a shooter like JJ Redick, I don't really care about his percentages. He's always going to be played a certain way. And like That's just true. the spacing he creates is is yeah. important. And if you watch the game and don't watch the numbers, when he's on the floor, the other team is worried about him. Yeah, because it's I guarantee like, you his percentages are down. But if they start treating him like any any other shooter, the percentages are coming back up. If he's standing definitely. still, just whacking threes, like guys like like this is what this is what I think gets um, glossed over by a casual fan is guys who are really really good shooters, like guys who like. You look at the other team and like this guy's a shooter, and they're gonna run plays for him, and that's his thing. You know they don't get the okay. I'm gonna stand in the corner and like there's gonna be a dribble drive and then a kick. Like you don't get that. You're sprinting off screens, coming off handoffs, coming flare. Like maybe you're lucky to come off a flare screen. They have to take a one dribble or something. Um, like the shots that you're taking are much harder than the average player taking threes. Yeah, definitely. That's like when you compare like. I think it was like league average percentage between like bigs and guards. Like the bigs are shooting better, but that's because the bigs only shoot wide open shots. Guards have to take the hardest fucking shots out there. Yeah. Okay. Then the next, we have a couple. I, have a, I wrote down a couple teams before we get to these players. Like we can talk about high level. And if you want to do your trades, we can do that at any time. But the Orlando Magic, like I think Terrence Ross and Vucevic, but they could all trade anyone. But like, this is a thing I think. You can't answer the question about a player unless we answer the question about a team. Like, what do you think they're doing as a team? We have them. The Magic are in 14th place in the East. They are at the bottom. They're not. They're not. They're out this year. They got some yeah. more injuries. But what, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, like, Orlando could really go either way. They, they could say, like, we just got a bunch of injuries. We're still a good team. And then they'll keep all their good players. Or... They can be like, okay, we kind of suck, and let's trade like as much as we can get and get as much assets back. I I think they should trade like with I think Gordon's out and I think Jonathan Isaac is out. Like I those wanna, are I the just guys. want I just want to see Mo Bamba. Oh. I just want to see Mo. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want them to trade everyone so we have to play Mo Bamba. The crazy take. We gotta support Kem Birch. He's a Canadian boy. And we love him. But he doesn't have a sick song about him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I hear you. I think Orlando should be trading. Why don't we do it? We should have a. We should rank all the NBA players that have rap songs about them. Okay. Sure. As long as you make the list, because like, I, I would take Mo Bomb over Tyler Hero. It's <laughs> <laughs> the okay. first two that come to mind. But uh, in all seriousness, I think they should move. Uh, 
whether it be now or in the offseason, move Vucevic, I think. I agree. He's older. He's still playing really well, but this is like peak value, I think, for him. I, I agree. And I don't think he's part of the net. Like, if you envision Orlando being good in the next two to three years. I don't. Maybe Vucevic is on that team. But if you see Orlando being good in the next four to five years, Vucevic is not on that team. So maximize the value. Um, maximize the value now. And I think a team like Boston would uh, pay a lot for him. We may be... Uh, okay, we, so we I'll leave that. that. I think Terrence Ross, again, another wing, like, could go to any contender and, yeah, make, no, and play a role. Um, the Toronto Raptors. I just kind of think they... My gut is that they just hold. That's my gut. Is they're just going to hold everything. Um, I think so, too. But I hope they trade Kyle Lowry, though. Why? I love watching say... Kyle Lowry so much. Okay, yeah. I think if they could get a first-round pick for Kyle Lowry... I would do it because it depends if he's going to resign that like if you're Masai, you're going to talk to Kyle and say, like, I don't know, maybe they haven't been to heaven, but I would expect them to have had conversations about what's going on in the off season. If Kyle looks at them and like, look, obviously he's going to say he loved his time in Toronto, but if he'd want, like he's only got a couple more years in the league and maybe only one to two more where he's at this level, you know, I think he's probably going to say, I want to go somewhere where I'm going to win. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's like, I don't know if he's a competitor that wants to win or if he's a competitor that wants to like just ride it out in the place he's in. But yeah, I think, you know, if he, if he's looking at them and saying, I want out, um, I think, uh, I think you move him, but I see the sentimental value and I'm chill with whatever Toronto wants to do. Yeah. Um, I don't think they should move norm. I think he's, I think he's too really, young. Still young. Yeah. He'll be good for the next several years. Um, but Toronto, I think holds tight. I think that's my gut, but, Kyle Lowry would look great in Philly, or the Clippers would never make this happen. But if they can move him to the Clippers, because he's got salaries way too big, that's exactly what they need. Like Kawhi goes to LA and be like, "Yo, I need a point guard." Well, why the fuck did you leave Toronto then, buddy? You had everything there. Raptors maybe would have won last year if if Kawhi stayed. It's it's a great point, and it's it's very possible. And now you know he got a he brought his buddy Serge over there. We're gonna have Raptors South, you know, instead of Florida, they'd just be in the LA. Wow. Who would have thought that Clippers would be referred to as the Raptors thought so? Yeah, but they're definitely not. They're a much worse version of that. Um, yeah. Sacramento Kings. What are they doing? They are... Uh, where are they at in the West? Sacramento's 13th. They are three and a half games back of the 10th seed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rough. They, they have think... the guys. Like they're, they're a talented team. I think they had to move Marvin Bagley, I think. What are you getting for Marvin Bagley? I don't know, a second-round pick. Maybe if first way out in the distance, if someone's really willing to pay. Like a good team's first? Like Marvin Bagley is like, the whole time he's on the court, he's kind of hurting your team, and he's often injured. Like yeah. he's injured yeah. again. And it's, there's the drama. I, like it was his dad or his uncle or someone was complaining. I think it was his dad. But so yeah. was De'Aaron Fox's dad, too. That's like, who cares about that, but... Yeah, I'm not huge on Bagley. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I see. I think the biggest piece Sacramento has is Harrison Barnes. Definitely. Uh, he'll he'll definitely guy. come up later, I he'll think. Come up, okay. So Charlotte Hornets, I think. They could move uh, Malik Monk, potentially. Or they could be looking to add guys. Like Charlotte's an interesting team because the East is so bad. They're not that good, but they're going to be in the playoffs. And 
where like let me look at this charlotte right now the hornets are in the seventh seed um yeah. you know in the seventh seed they're, they're not beating uh philly but they're not they're not beating philly boston or milwaukee and they're probably not if miami's still playing well they're not beating miami so charlotte's not getting out of the first round um, are you sure no but i'd like to, I'd, I'd be pretty sure i bet against them getting out of the first round um, yeah they're playing nice. Like they have some nice wins. Melo's playing well. Uh, Gordon Hayward is finally been like a good. He's what he's what Boston wanted. Um, that just that just never worked out. Um, but yeah, I think Boston. it does. But like, what does Charlotte do? Does Charlotte buy or do they sell a little bit to like push some value down the road, keep some options so they can go further in later? You know, it, it might be coming up as well. But if I'm Charlotte, I'm buying too. You're buying. Okay. Are yeah. you, so what would you be willing to give up right now if you're Charlotte? Like, who would you want to trade away? So I'll, I'll just give you my fake trade right now. No, 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 no. We'll wait. I want to wait because we're almost done. Oh, okay. We got, one, we got two more teams quickly here. Memphis. Okay. Memphis in the West right now, uh, they're doing pretty well. They're 10th in the West. Um, they're right on the, they're in that, you know, hodgepodge of teams that are close to the bubble and probably getting in. And then we'll see if they can make the playoff. Not the bubble, sorry. The play-in tournament. They have way too many guys in their rotation. I watched a couple of Memphis games. They're playing everyone, and everyone can play. Um, so they like I was I. There's two ways they can go with this. Just logically, they could take two of these guys and package them to get one better player. You know, two guys and a pick, and then move up like to like turn two quarters into I guess a half dollar sort of thing, but turn two two nickels into a dime, something like that. Um, or they could. Take one of these guys and just push them, trade them away for a pick later, you know? Yeah, like, the guys, like, the, you're right. They're all good guys. But, like, they're not good enough to get anything more than, like, a second, which is. Yeah, uh, they are. Yeah, I mean, you're right when you say they're not that good to get that. But I think some of them, like, you could get maybe second-round pick for slow-mo. Yeah, sure, but slow-mo's a starter. I don't know if you want to be trained slow-mo. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they do. They got a lot of guys. I think Memphis is going to do something. I, I think they should just hold back. Like they got Ooh. a bunch of young players who are just going to get better. Okay. We'll see. I think they should do. I think they should do something. They got to. They got to shake up the roster. They've been stuck in that close, but not quite there yet. They need to. I don't know if they can do Phoenix take the Chris Paul leap, but there's uh, something like that. Okay, I think last, the big not, thing oh, is just. Sorry, sorry. I, I think cutting the big you thing... off. It's you know it's hard over Zoom. Yeah, we can't read cues. You know, cut us some slack. Yeah. So I think the big thing is like just Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to get back, and he's going to start playing better <clears throat> because he's been hurt most of the year. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is a good player, and Valanciunas has been playing well for them as well. Um, but last but not least, we have the Clippers, and. I was high in the Clippers last year, like, and then they blew up. And I was decently high in the Clippers before the season. I remember I thought it was them in the late. I thought it was Lakers. Then I thought the Clippers were below them. Um, and I just don't love like they just they just don't have like it. They don't get to the, the and and statistically speaking, they don't get to the free throw line and they don't get to the rim, which hurts. Yeah, you know what? I'll just I'll put it simply. The Clippers are not good because their guys are weak mentally. Paul George drank too much coffee and then couldn't play the next game because he played. He drank too much coffee. Yeah. Do you think I, 
in your life do you think like, oh, I had too many cups of coffee. I'm a little dizzy. I can't play. That's crazy. How much coffee do you have to drink to be get to get dizzy? Like it's one thing to get buzzed and shaking, but to get dizzy, like how much coffee is this man drinking? And like you're an adult. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah, today I just feel like drinking like seven cups of coffee. But the, the Clippers have, I don't think, any of their picks. Like, if anyone is all in, the Clippers are beyond all in. They have yeah. no first-round picks for the next five or six years or seven well, they, years. they do. But they can't move any of them. They can't move any because it's, it's like a pick swap. So they can move them that year. But, but like they it's, nothing, it's, and their second round picks have been have been they've traded a bunch of them, and they're yeah. five hundred. I wrote down they are five hundred thousand approximately away from the hard cap, so they just have no room to maneuver. But they have to get give up salary they'd get back. Their only attractive trade asset is Zubac. If they give up if they give him up, they need a center back for sure. And I don't you think say that. Zubac. But what's your thoughts on a Paul George trade? Oh my God. You just traded like eight picks for this dude, and you're gonna tr- trade him? You, Clippers. No one signs the Clippers ever again. They stab Blake Griffin in the back, and they stab Paul George in the back. No you, you one right. the Clippers ever again <laughs> if that happened. Yeah, I I wouldn't do it, but he was just like, I don't think they're winning with Paul George. I'm out on Paul George. He's good. I like the way he plays. I just think the team around him is. Kawhi hasn't looked his normal self. But I think some of that's just his plan. Like, he, he didn't look – he wasn't outstanding in the regular season in Toronto. He was good, for sure. Better than what he is right now. But he's going to elevate in the playoffs. I'm almost certain of that. Um, yeah, maybe they get rid of Lou Williams, but I don't know. Yeah. Lemon Pepper Lou. Man, that's tough. Okay. So, let's to round this out, Noah. Let's hear these trades, man. We've been keeping everyone waiting. All right, I got I got some trades for you, and how we're gonna do this? I'm gonna offer a trade, and you're gonna tell me which team says no, or if neither team says no. Okay. Sound good? Okay. First one is Vooch to Boston. Boston would have to give up Pritchard and two firsts. When, Who says no? What's the protections on the first? Uh, lottery. This is tough. This is tough. All I right. think Orlando would say yes. And would Boston say yes? I think Danny Ainge would say no, but I think I think it's damn close. Damn, I like this trade, Noah. All right. It, we starting off strong. All right, the next one. What, wait, 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 have... wait, 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 wait. What do you think of that trade? Would you do it? I'm the one who made it. Of course, I think it's a great oh, trade. Okay. Um, actually, no, that's not the case. Um, I think it's I think it's really tight too, and I'm not sure. I think I think Boston would be on the edge of saying no, because like Pritchard is pretty much like that's pretty much three first rounds. Yeah. It it gets a bit close, but like I think they're pretty desperate, and they've been playing pretty bad. I think they have to move Tristan Thompson. To a yeah. different team, if they did that, like they have to find something for him. Yeah, they do have a bit of, too many bigs. Yeah, it's 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 a tough one for Boston right now. It's interesting to see what they do. My next one is so it's it's two options. It's to Charlotte. 
either Miles Turner or John Collins. So there, these are two different trades for okay. each thing. So for Turner, it would be two firsts and Cody Zeller. Thoughts on that one? I don't. I don't do it if I'm Charlotte. I think there's don't too much it. risk that you're not going to be that good. And you're. I think it's the. Like, it, first of all, there's a risk you're not going to be that good, and these picks are then going to be much more valuable. Um. I think another issue is they're going to go all in too fast around Lamelo Ball. Turner's pretty young. He's got a three-year contract still. But they're giving up these picks. To, I agree. Turner's young. But they're not going to have guys coming up alongside Melo. This is this is also what I was thinking here. I was thinking one first and two seconds. I might do that because, yeah. and then like it would be a gong show this year. But at the end of the year in the off season, Charlotte can then get rid of some of their non-shooting bigs. They have way well, too many. Get rid of Cody Zeller in that trade. Yeah. So my other one, because John Collins makes a lot less. It's Biombo and. It is. I love Biz. What? I love Biz. Sorry. Okay. And two first. No, I don't do that. Really? You're bigger no I don't give up two firsts if I'm Charlotte. Hard no. Because you've been bad for he's... too long. And you don't I want think to... John Collins could be like a, a key piece for the future. And like just think, how fun would LaMelo Ball and John Collins be? More fun than Trey Young. <laughs> exactly. I think they would be great, and I'm I'm actually a bigger fan of that the Biombo and two first for John Collins. If I'm I'm doing that, if I'm Charlotte. Interesting. Okay. All right. Next one is for Philly. So this is this is the Kyle Lowry. So it would have to be Danny Green, Mike Scott, Ferguson, and then a pick or two. Probably just one pick. You have to specify what kind of pick, because that's where the value is in this trade. All right, a, a first-round pick, because um, Philly has all their picks, and I would say lottery protect, which is definitely going to be outside the lottery. This year or next year? Whatever year you want. Okay. And it's just Kyle Lowry going back? Yeah. I'd say yes, because Kyle Lowry, if you're willing to trade him, it means he's going to leave. And if he's going to leave, yeah. you're going to get something back. So all that's right. my... Uh, my two cents and I, I got i got a part two for this trade so this is chicago trading garrett temple i don't know why i love garrett temple so garrett temple for mike scott in two seconds maybe i, I don't maybe. know why it's kind of insignificant in my opinion maybe for who i think garrett temple would be awesome in philly Who's sometimes our bench it? unit looks hella sus I mean, I, if I was Philly and you and you and they saw Garrett Temple the same light you did, I'd say yes. Okay. All right, and my last one. It's Harrison Barnes. Can you guess to which team? Boston. Nope. What? Oh, I want to see Harrison Barnes go to Boston. It, it's that was the obvious one, and I didn't want to do the obvious one. It's Harrison Barnes to the Knicks. Oh my God. How do you like that? Why oh, not? It depends. If they're giving up a pick, I'm gonna faint. They are giving up a pick. You gotta oh, give up a pick. What are they giving up? So Alec Burks and uh, Frankie Smokes. Nitalikinka. How do you say Nilakina, Noah? Yeah, that name. And a first or a second? A first. When? This year. No. If it's next year or the year after, maybe. 
But I'd want to. I'd want. I'd want next year first because the 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 Kings would be betting on the Knicks sucking again, and then I would also say I'd want two second round picks to go with that. Harrison Barnes is wanted by every team. Noah, this can shoot the ball, athletic, and defense, and defends big guys. Yeah, but how much does Sacramento value the Knicks pick over other picks? Because the Knicks are going to be worse because they always suck. <laughs> but that's my point. If it's this year, then it's a no. They right. want multiple picks. I'll, I'll give you one first and one second. And the first is next year, unprotected. Unprotected. The Knicks would unprotected. never do that. The Knicks would never, ever do that. Dude, you're talking no about the one most trades functional picks. organization. Let's say a top top three protected. Okay, I might do it, but I still think Harrison Barnes is worth a little more. Yeah. Okay. So Sacramento but, says no in that case. Th- those are all my trades I have for you. That was good. This is a long podcast, hey? How long are we we going for? I think we're just over an hour now. That's nice. good. Yeah. So uh, we're probably be back next weekend uh, with some trade deadline reactions. Absolutely. This is pretty good. Uh, you know, any final thoughts there, Noah? Mm, nothing else. Any life advice, words of wisdom you want to leave the viewers? Why don't you give us some life advice on uh, surviving uh, college? Logan? No, I think we'll save that for uh, – we'll do a grad special episode. <laughs> we'll, take, we'll take listener questions if anyone wants to DM the show. Send us a DM yeah. on Instagram. We'll answer some questions, whether it be trade, basketball, or life questions. Beautiful. Yeah. But no, this is good. Thanks for listening. See everyone next week or whenever we record again. Probably next week. We're going to get the frequency up a little bit. And then it's going to drop again for exams. But Absolutely. Okay. See you guys. See ya.